Welcome to Chip Tooth Podcast, episode number 59. Um, 59. Yeah, man. Uh, we are in uh, some trying times. We're living through history in multiple ways. And I saw a pretty solid uh, vine, or vine. <laughs> saw a pretty solid TikTok as this uh, younger black girl who was like, said, can we just stop living through like history, please? Right. Like, I just want everybody to sit the fuck down. Right. That's the whole TikTok. Well, it's like, yeah, over the past three months, I mean, this whole chapter in somebody's history book 20, 30 years from now is going to be a fucking test on it. It's a fucking shit show right now out here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, we rarely like plan anything that we're going to say. Um, but uh, we just kind of discussed, so we, we kind of went back and forth about whether or not we wanted to discuss the George Floyd murder and the uh the protests that are going on uh, and we ca- and we came to the conclusion that uh we feel like it's just due to the nature of what we tend to discuss it would be uh not necessarily wrong of us but disingenuous for us to not discuss it especially considering the fact that it is about police brutality and we're very strongly op- opinionated on police brutality right this this kind <laughs> of thing is already in our vein of speaking so it's it would it would be a shame of us to not talk about it but being that and recognizing that we are two white individuals uh, in our 20s, late early 20s, you know, it is a sensitive thing that we don't want to go pointing fingers and throwing stuff away. But we do want to uh, like because we're talking about a history book. Right. And like we want to have our opinions about uh, such matters, but, especially with this being as big as it is. Right. It would be wrong. I think it's something that we'd look back on in the future and be like, why the fuck were we scared to talk about this? Well, and that's that's one of my main things is I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. Oh, I knew you were going to say that shit. That's I, why, I that's hate why, that. That's why I had to bring up the history book thing. I, I like, hate that phrase because honestly, history is written by the winners. by the victors, but it since we are living through it right now and we have the opinions that we have even after talking about before we even record, like being getting our opinions out and making sure we're on this, like we know what we're going to say. Like, it's just, it's, it's a heated thing that I think we just want to be direct because we don't want to be like one of my main, another quandary I have about this is the disingenuous, like immediately, like we talked about people on Twitter or people, uh, celebrities and things. Obviously we're not a celebrity and we have Fuck no. we have this platform that we just talk shit on and whatever and people listen maybe and it's funny you know um but there's people on twitter that are celebrities like black celebrities white celebrities that don't make statements and things like that and then somebody decides to go like well if you're not saying anything you're you're Silence just is you're, violence. you're just yeah you're you're okay with it and that's not the case um but because of that problem and because i do agree that we should talk about this and we should have a conversation about it like that's what we're gonna do yeah um let me first i think we should start this off by saying that um i i refuse to watch the video of george floyd being murdered i saw pictures and um just from discussions i've heard and descriptions of the video i'm fucking horrified and uh it actually enrages me to right. a point that like I've never had a state action actually piss me off to the point that um 
I don't know, like it. Like I, I was trembling it's, when it's, I was hearing about it's it. It's gut wrenching. It is, and I mean, seeing the photo of him bleeding and the dude, the cops, fucking whatever the fuck his name is, is it Steve Chauvin or yeah, whatever, his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck is uh, an image that I will probably never forget. Um, and it is something that, uh, that fucking like it, it, that shit tears me up because it's wrong. They pulled him over for a counterfeit bill, which who fucking even knows if he intentionally used a counterfeit bill. If he made the counterfeit bill, if he wrote a counterfeit check, 20 bucks is not going to fucking break anybody's bank. It's not, it's not, there's no, it's, we're in awe. You know, of why uh, a reaction like that was necessary. Yeah, this is a, uh, it's a, it it doesn't match, the, the force used doesn't even come close to matching the crime. And really what it was, it was that he, if, if he did even resist arrest, we didn't see what happened before, but even if he did resist arrest, when you have somebody on the ground, that way you no longer are in a situation where you should be fearing your life. You're no longer in a situation where you need to uh, use that amount of force to stop anybody from doing anything. He had his hands behind his back. He had two other cops holding him down behind the cop car. And then you also have fucking whatever the fuck this shithead's name is with his fucking knee in the back of his neck. Right. It is absurd and it is an abuse of power. It is just some big, some fucking bully with a smallest dick who just grew up knowing, oh, I'm going to be a fucking cop and I'm going to use that power to, to fucking be the big man one day. That's what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what he fucking did. And now we have finally people realizing that police are not there to fucking help us. They're there to hold us down. And we saw that in a literal sense. Um when all this went down with George Floyd. I want to continue, but another video that surfaced a couple of days ago now that I would watch, I watched because things about like your local news and the major news stations aren't going to show you the firsthand violence and the firsthand things that are going on in these protests. But one near us in Atlanta was a video of two, a Spellman and a Morehouse student yeah. being just like cops rushing them knocking on the window, breaking the window, pulling, tasing the the students who weren't doing anything. And was, this was a reporter, his camera, yeah. saying, come to me, come to my clip, come to me. You know, and this shit it wasn't on your news station. This is shit you find on the internet, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the, the gut-wrenching things. Like, these, these, they were not, like, I don't know what the fuck, why they were tracked, right? Obviously, like if whatever they're in high alert, they're in their whatever gun dog mode of the bullshit that they're being told to do in their desensitized manner, you know. But to rip somebody out of their vehicle, to not say anything, to to fucking stab their the their tires so they don't go anywhere. They they were getting out. They were you know they well, were they armed. They didn't even give them a chance. So he they tased them, maced them, ripped them out of the car. To those of you who don't know, uh, it was uh, Atlanta put in a curfew of nine o'clock. It was nine thirteen. That's what it was. They were driving. Uh, I, th- I I don't know exactly where they were going, but I do know that they were driving through downtown. 
wherever right. they were headed is fucking basically it's, it's inconsequential. They were they they only the only crime that was in that I could see is they were driving while black. Well, because I, I don't know cuz you don't know what they what what it what was to happen, why they had got them over. In the video, there's a car in front of them with two white people waving and smiling at the camera. Was there? Yes. I and the that. people behind them, two black individuals, uh uh college students, you know, just getting ripped out and fucking and what I love about Atlanta, at least at this point, obviously there's a lot of things going on, but those two officers have already been terminated. Yep. Uh action was taken swiftly, and obviously more investigation is needed, especially about the whole fucking uh, system of it of why it happened and and what the thought process was and there being six officers or more being there but two were terminated well not not to mention they're fucking dressed up in riot gear holding uh assault they're or, prepared i say for, assault rifles they're literally prepared for war yeah no and um this is something that that we wanted to discuss and i, I don't know if you want to get to it yet but it's it's the issue this is the issue with militarized police forces is uh they are literally trained for war that's not what this is i mean it's a war now they fucking wanted a war they prepared for a war they're going to get a war if i had, honestly that's what's going yeah. to happen we don't want it to happen uh those who are protesting peacefully definitely don't want it to happen because it looks because honestly it fucking is gonna it might hurt the cause in the short term but i mean you can only take so much abuse, white people, black people, Hispanic, anybody. If you fucking get abused constantly by a single group of people, you're going to eventually get sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. An injured animal fucking attacks. Exactly. An injured, scared animal will fucking and hurt exactly, and bite back. Exactly what I've been hearing, too, is like what I said earlier. Uh, somebody who's hurt is going to holler for help. And then if nobody, nobody comes, they're going to scream. And if nobody still comes, they're going to start breaking shit. Because, I mean, what else can you do? And that's my fucking other thing I didn't want to actually say. But the fucking, when violence is the only language yeah, you understand, don't be surprised when it speaks in a way you can uh, comprehend. Or however the yeah. line goes from Six Your Guns. Yeah. It's fucking so true. And, like, the people, obviously, I'm, we can we can vary a little bit here, but in the same vein... When we talk about these protests, obviously the peaceful protests that are happening and being rebuttaled with tear gas and rubber bullets and the fucking uh, unimaginable atrocities that will happen to them. Of course, people are going to loot or break shit. But of course, there is investigation into people that are instigators. There's the whole idea that cops are planting things. I mean, there's a whole video about a person or a cop like a fucking riot outed, riot, whatever the hell, placing a stick in some guy's hand and then arresting him and punching yeah. the stick out of his hand. Yeah, I've, um, <clears throat> I saw a video of, it was actually a helicopter that was filming, um, a group of police that were sort of sweeping a street. Mm-hmm. And as they were driving by, one of them smashes the window of a car. Right. And nobody's in it, just smashing the windows of a car. And then the camera pans out and looks down the road. Right. And um, yeah, of course, like that, that's some fucking horse shit. I mean, then you get like you know the conspiracies that 
cops are planning or planted in the groups and they're starting the the looting and the rioting to get people to sort of fuck up the whole message of what they're of what's trying to be um yeah and that that shown in the protest that'll go to what what we were talking about i I keep i can't refer to what we talked about before because that wasn't recorded but yeah obviously in our conversations before this like talking about fuck me i'm already losing my thought that's the whole hard thing about this too is to be angry and also be articulate because it is a thing that should be discussed in a way that people can understand and educate themselves and form their own opinions um but for the news and the news media to not cover things or direct uh, your opinion and force like this idea and desensitize or make no sense of what's happening people that aren't on the front lines or on or don't necessarily it doesn't affect them they just become they grow tiresome of it and it just it's just you grow you wear thin on it and then you don't care yeah because the cyclical mm-hmm. news cycle that is just like oh this is happening again oh nobody cares now because it's just oh the way it's way it's painted is yeah. to be oh it's just this thing people are mad but <coughs> in, in all reality it's something that it's a reaction and it's a force for change for a very important issue against the killing of hundreds of black people and just from police and from what I want to call systemic racism. And we can get into that. Um, But it's, it's something that people need to open their minds to. And at least obviously if it doesn't affect you or if it doesn't, you don't have a need to do anything about it. You need to do figure out something else. You know, read a book or read an article or find another news source, you know, then you're just mm-hmm. your basic shit. Because the obviously we're going to get into like uh, like our our bread and butter about the fucking fascist regime that we live in and the police state um, obviously being a bigger deal and something that can be attacked at from uh, community growth and political uh thought process and um, and obviously that's a peaceful way of doing it and it's a, a it's trying to fix or trying to work in the system that's already broken yeah but the only way we can affect it you know or at least trying to do that i'm sorry i'm going off the rails a little no, bit you're good so bring it back to center here here's a concern that i have as far as the news goes um see <clears throat> So what what is being stood up for in the peaceful protest is admirable and is understandable and is something that almost everybody is in agreement with. Um, even Rush Limbaugh, right? He went on the Breakfast Club, and really? he he went on to sh- to tell them like, "Hey, you know, I'm sick of this shit too. Like everybody is with you. This is horrible. Uh, the senseless killing of." anybody is evil let and let alone by a police officer and that's sort of what rush limbaugh was trying to tell the breakfast club you say you know this is where like i'm on i'm in agreement with you like i like this is unacceptable Mm -hmm. um everybody for the most part who sees that video who knows what happened is all in agreement this is fucked this should never happen definitely shouldn't fucking happen from a cop um the the concern that I have is that when you only show the riots and the bad of what's going on in these protests, 
Right. People are going to lean towards, oh, we actually need the police because they're the only ones who are going to stop the exactly. violence, who are going to stop the businesses from being destroyed, things, things like that. And unfortunately, that's all they're going to show. They're not going to show in, in Atlanta or in fucking Noonan, um, a town near us. You fucking go out there and you protest with them in the square. Mm-hmm. It's fucking peaceful. Meanwhile, you've got a, a friend of mine went and he had a he has a picture of <clears throat> a disabled veteran sitting in a wheelchair giving a speech talking about the injustice of police brutality, especially against black men. And he took a picture where you, there's fucking two cops sitting on top of the building, just looking down, waiting for some shit to pop off. Right. Nothing ever happened in Noonan. It was an extremely <clears throat> um, peaceful. It was very peaceful. They were very uh, adamant on maintaining peace. Nobody going out there with weapons. And if you do, you do not fucking touch them. Right. You just, you just keep them with you in case things do go south. But nothing ever did. It's been very peaceful out there. Right. And it's been um, very, uh, <clears throat> it's been, it's been good. Like, but nobody's going to show you that because if it bleeds, it leads, right? Pain sure. and suffering sells, but uh, people being peaceful does not. And unfortunately, there are bad actors within these protests that are starting rioting and starting looting and burning down targets, Arby's, anything they can fucking get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I mean, there's people who... And what's bad is uh, mob mentality. That shit's real. Yep. Like, all it takes is a spark and it sets off the fucking powder keg Everybody goes out and they start just beating the shit out of people. Um, I saw a video of <clears throat> of an old woman and an older man who were protecting their. Well, the older woman actually stepped out and was like, "Hey, please, like, stop destroying my my um, my uh, shop." And then the husband goes out and he has a golf club because they're like surrounding his wife, mm-hmm. and then they beat the shit out of him with two by fours. And then while he's down. They start beating the crap out of the woman and like beating her senseless. And that is the only type of stuff that they're showing on CNN. And uh, it's the, it's the stuff that's getting spread around on social media. Unfortunately, what that's going to lead to is think about this, however you want, but Donald Trump's going to get reelected because people, he is standing like he, I mean, he's standing with the fucking government, Right. right? I mean, that's his whole thing. Right, he's pro cop. He's pro military, um, which is fine. But in this situation, they're just going to vote for him, and then we're going to get cracked down on even more with right. police force. And the thing is, if you disagree with that, right, with the idea that Trump will get reelected by this, the only way to not let that happen is to organize. And and figure out and plot and plan, which is direct quotes from Killer Mike, who in Atlanta came like Keisha Lance Bottoms brought him to whatever pre- police precinct and they broadcast it. Uh, everything he said, if you haven't seen that video, go see that video. He is obviously he's already he's an activist and has had this very intelligent guy. Uh, and everything he said needs to be broadcast across the world. Yeah, we need to share this shit around because he is uh, he is one of the most articulate people yeah. um, that I've ever heard speak. Uh, he didn't give a damn about being on live national tele- or live television. Said whatever the fuck he was feeling, right? Cursing whatever because he is pissed. 
And he obviously, so something that uh, <clears throat> Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms said, and I, uh, I was never a fan of her just in general because she, I mean, she stands for a party that I feel is, uh, is pro big, bigger government. Right. And, sure. and a social welfare state, you know, and think of that how you will, but I'm personally not a fan of that. Um, but she has been really fucking good on this. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she told all, she was telling rioters and looters. She's like, take your asses home. Right. Said the things you're destroying, you're destroying the West side of Atlanta. T.I. and Killer Mike own half that fucking city. Right. And you're just destroying the things that they built. They came out, they came from the hood. They came from a bad situation growing up and they fucking made something out of themselves and helped build Atlanta right. into what it is. And for you to go out there and destroy it, you're hurting black people more than you're hurting the white people. Exactly. Um, which is in fact the case. I mean, and even, even if you are angry and I'm angry, everybody, we're, like, as we said, every, like whatever happened with whoever, like there is a common belief of anger. Um, and sure the violence, uh, is deemed necessary at a certain point, but figure out you have, if you have like a thousand people with you, aim it at something that matters. Obviously peaceful is the way to go to get a message across. But of course, if that's not going to work and you're being brutalized directly, aim the weapon that you have at something that will matter at something that will cause change more than just being pigeonholed and, and media, whatever, like, a der- what he derogatized. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah. put towards just a violent, angry baby that wants to do this. Right. And I'm not calling anybody that I, cause obviously people are angry and people are passionate and people want the same thing, but the way in which it happens is definitely on more of the side of organizing and mobilizing and, and getting into your community and starting somewhere. Yeah. I, um, so in Minnesota, I saw them burning down the um saw that they burned down the precincts. I think they burned down three of them. Right. Um cop cars being lit on fire. Um things like that. I can at least understand the uh the logic that brings you to that point. Mm-hmm. Cuz that it, whether or not this is the case, it's perceived as the as the location of where this evil is coming from. Sure. Um and that's an understandable logical leap. You can make that, you can see how that thought process works. But when you go to a mom and pop shop or even a fucking big corporate chain, you're not fucking hurting anybody except for people who own those stores. You're not hurting the system that's actually oppressing you. That's Mm -hmm. holding you down. Um, I was actually talking to my dad about it. Um, and, uh, my dad, my dad actually felt like that, that's not even the move, right? It's not even burning down the precinct. You need to fucking go to the mayor's house, the governor's house, the state capitol, and fucking scare... You You have to attack, not necessarily physically attack, but you have to fucking show out and change the minds of the people who are writing the laws that are allowing these cops to oppress you and destroy your life how, whenever they fucking feel like it. Mm-hmm. It is not the move to fucking go and attack Target because they don't fucking write legislation. 
The people who are writing the legislation are in the Capitol and at the mayor's mansion, at the governor's mansion. You don't fucking sit there and attack people who have nothing to do with any of this. That is not helping anything. If anything, it's hurting your cause and is going to allow people to turn it around on you and say, this is why we need a stronger cop enforcement. See, and that's the problem with it because while I, I believe that violence happens in reaction to things, obviously with subtle cases of just anger and outright reaction and not to mention the people that are faking it, right? The cops or the undercover people that are starting it to make it look that way. But as well as these companies like a target or a whatever the hell having insurance policies out the ass that they're going to be taken care of. I want you to know insurance policies don't work that way. Insurance. Most insurances actually have clauses that don't actually cover for rioting and looting. Okay. Well, that being the case, a company like target isn't going to have, like it, it's not gonna make a difference, is what I'm trying to say. I guess, um, like them being like, I'm not saying do it. I'm saying if you are doing it, sure. Let, but let me doing let me, stealing and whatever, it's only gonna be bad. Let, let me tell you something. Uh, as somebody who worked um, at a relatively high level for um, a produce department at a uh, at a grocery store, it actually every item that is stolen you have to sell three of the same item to make up for the lost cost. So for trucking fees, for all that shit, right? For restocking, for all that stuff. You're actually hurting somebody way more than you think you are, and you're not fucking hurting the overall corporation. You're fucking hurting the people that work there. You're hurting the people that are are the managers. You're hurting the people around you who no longer can fucking go to that store and buy things for a cheaper price. And what's going to end up happening is they're going to fucking start putting in security. They're going to start charging more because now they're having to shell out fees for security in those areas. And now the people who live in your neighborhood that need cheaper goods are getting fucked. And all you're doing is hurting those around you and hurting yourself. You're not hurting anybody except for yourself. And I, I mean, that's the same way we're talking about hurting a small business in a way. It's a community that's being hurt versus a, a corporation like that you're actually trying to make change if that's your point at all other than just being buck wild about it yeah and like i said with the mob mentality all it takes is that one person who just wants to act crazy and then uh it just people go numb and they just follow what's going on and then right. it just pops off and the, and honestly i can't even blame here's the thing you can blame the protesters for rioting, for looting. But the problem is, is that when you have cops showing up in riot gear with a fuck you stance, like a do something so I can fucking take this out on you. Right. Right. When you have people who are standing there waiting for a reason to attack somebody, you're going to have building tension. Tension is going to keep on rising until one of them snaps and fucking steps up and starts something. Mm-hmm. What the cops need to do <clears throat> is they can show up there in their riot gear if they want but they just need to be fucking chilling until something happens. Do not stand there in a fucking line ready for war. Because when you show up for war, you better expect a fucking war. That's the issue that I see. Is I don't think it's right for people to go and attack others. But if you're going to show up expecting violence, you better be ready when violence happens. And I hate to say it because I'm very anti-aggression. I'm very, I'm, 
I believe in the non-aggression principle and nobody should initiate force. But when you have a credible threat and you feel like your life is in danger, I mean, some shit's going to pop off because you fucking threaten my family. You better fucking hope that I don't have a weapon near me. Right. I mean, you, I I don't know. But see, that's the same way. And that's the way most people feel. And uh, again, it's black people having that feeling about if, if, the long last list of names of people that have been killed or mur- murdered, you know, who's next and who does it affect next? You know, you have to be prepared. Yeah. Like uh, as a, as a white person, right. Um, right. I, uh, I've seen enough and, and I'm, I'm ingrained in enough, communities whether it be on facebook or whatever i'm I'm ingrained in enough communities that are skeptical of police officers in general i'm fucking scared of cops i've never once felt safe around a cop mm-hmm. um i if i get pulled over the first thing i do is i put my hands on my fucking wheel i keep both hands visible i don't give a shit if i'm white i don't fucking trust a cop for a second right I'm going to keep my hands there. They asked me to get my license. I say I'm reaching for my wallet because I don't fucking play that dude. Like I'm not going to give a cop a chance to pull a gun on me and fucking kill me. I'm not, I don't trust cops. Nobody should trust cops. I, and I agree with you because I don't know if I ever told this story, but talking about being white and obviously that we, there is a, uh, what do you call that? A like, uh, etiquette, I guess. Because of, because of how we grew up, right? We we don't even believe in what racism is. We're not. We yeah, don't. We we grew up in homes that are very anti-racist. Yeah, that are anti anti-hate. My you know? family fucking grew up in Miami, and my dad fucking lived in the slums. Like he <laughs> sure. he literally he played football, but and he only like this. This feels like me. Like, like I'm trying to say, like, oh, I'm not racist, but like, I, yeah. I grew up my entire life, like, that shit is not okay. We don't play that shit. And well, even that, like, even not even having an anecdote, just making a statement that we understand it exists, but still, we actively have to learn and know because we, like, we have to seek these things out because it's not something that affects us directly. Yeah. Um, at least in a sense of. When we get pulled over, which is a story I want to go into for me, but we know we have to act that way because we know what happens and what could happen. Yeah. And, but for somebody of color, that situation is the same thing, but can, can escalate so much quicker because of this color of their skin. And and I, I obviously, I'm not trying to point fingers or direct that, but that is the general idea of what is happening and what needs to uh, the programming of what cops have and the desensifying uh, or whatever they have towards using fear tactics and uh, violence has to change, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, uh, whatever person of uh, ethnicity, whatever the hell, right? Yeah. Because um, I've been pulled over a number of times. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a speed demon. I have several speeding tickets. But uh, one time going home from work, I had... I had just I was going to Kroger for fucking toilet paper or some shit, and as soon as I made that the left turn into Kroger, I had five cops on me. Yeah, all light up at the same time, and I didn't know where to do. I didn't know where to go. 
and I pulled over and immediately I'm just, I'm fucking shaking. Cause I don't know what the hell there's so many. Cause I, I had, I don't think at that point I had, I'd probably been pulled over once for speeding. Yeah. And, but anyway, it's five of them and they pull me out of the car and they search my, they ask me to search my vehicle and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I'm like, Oh yeah, do whatever you want. And they ask for my phone. I give that, give them my phone. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I, I even looking back on it, I'm like, I have rights. I fucking yeah. could have done something different. Well, you're also a kid, but yeah, I'm a kid and I didn't do anything that I know of. Uh, and I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. But the fact is if I was a person of color, that situation would have went most likely a way different way. Because obviously there's the talk of planting and things like that because they were in my shit. Yeah. They, like, I don't even know. They could have pulled something out that they would have put there and then I could have been in jail, you know, or juvie or whatever because I was, like, fucking 17. Mm-hmm. But, well, you would have been tried as an adult. Sure. But, like, I, and at the end of the at the end of the encounter, they didn't find anything and I was sent on my merry way after even asking, after I was sitting there for 10 minutes going and asking like, can I ask why you pulled me over? And then they, all I got was we had a call about a white truck. No. Yeah. And like, and I don't know what that fucking means. I don't know if, if that's some bullshit you just told me or if they actually did. I don't know. My white truck was sitting outside my work for seven and a half hours. Yeah. Well, before they- the, this happened. So I don't know. But the thing is, the takeaway is uh, I'm just knowing what I like being scared and knowing what happens with people. I still have that, uh, like, I didn't get hurt, and I and thank God or whatnot. But the fact that that happens to people now for lesser crimes or lesser beliefs of crimes, or even just somebody looking at somebody funny, and somebody goes down uh, and pinned to the ground by four cops and with a fucking knee on the neck, you know that aggression that whether called for or not, whether he was fighting or not is uncalled for. It's an, a, a tragedy, atrocity, fucking who knows what word you want to use. Yeah. Um, but just those people that act that way, like, cause what are we taught in fucking high school? What are we taught in grade school when somebody acts mean to you? Right. You walk away or you, you have to do something. But when that person that's acting like that to you is a, is what you're also taught is the person that's uh, protecting and serving your community. It's just, it's mind numbing to believe that this kind of shit happens. And I, I know that now, hopefully those people that uh, commit these things have their, they go to court and they are tried and they are found guilty of what they have done. And the, the, the correct process happens. But unfortunately, most of the time, that shit doesn't happen. So, um, this actually brings me to something um, that is actually something that I, I'm pretty, especially these days, I'm pretty passionate about. Um, and qualified immunity is uh, it's a pretty serious issue. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, so there used to be laws that were implemented, I believe, in it was like the 1880s that allowed for police officers to be tried. Um, they could be sued, things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. Well, during the 60s, around the time of civil rights, uh, the marches for civil rights and hosing down uh, black people just because they were peacefully protesting, 
there was a law that was pushed or a bill that was pushed into place that essentially broke down the law that allowed for a um that allowed for cops to be litigated against and civil court things of that nature right you can't sue them now um that's qualified immunity essentially it makes it borderline impossible to get an actual trial and a conviction against um against a cop well not to mention that cop is protected by the state which he is employed by and police unions yeah well that on top of that but in a courtroom if that cop is being sued or whatever he has the state like the da or whoever like like yeah defending him well and and that's why they do they tend to do jury trials for those right is because uh they they want to prove um or they they want it to be a jury of peers so that there is some semblance of uh of a fair trial. Now the cons- the problem is is that like the attorney general and the DA they will tend to um whether it's due to political pressure or it's due to the fact that they just uh or, or it's malicious um they tend to go for higher higher sentences, right? So this cop um uh Chauvin was arrested and was was set to be tried for third degree murder which essentially is uh there was no intent to kill however there was a blatant disregard for for human life mm-hmm. uh, which led to a death um that's a lot that that's not that hard to uh to prove especially given the video right obviously he didn't give a fuck he just had his knee on his neck that's mm-hmm. a pretty open and shut case for a jury now they're going for second degree murder, which requires you to prove intent to to kill. Right. Um, now I heard something on my way over here that it, the jurors get to choose between either or at this point. Like apparently they brought up charges for both. I don't know how that works. Um, but if it's just for second degree murder, either that attorney general is trying to prevent him from being found guilty. Or he fucking caved into pressure that's looking for a higher sentence that they are no longer going to get. Um, either way, qualified immunity needs to disappear because if it starts hitting the pocketbooks of the police forces, mm-hmm. they may or may not start fucking paying attention. The issue with that though is that when you start seeing civil litigations and suing of the police forces, either taxes will just, our taxes will probably just be raised and we'll fit the bill. But at least there's some sort of monetary value that is being put on the fact like, Hey, you're fucking up pretty bad. Maybe get rid of those cops. So you're not fucking shilling out millions of dollars every year. Right. Um, and that may help may not, but there needs to be some amount of accountability for the police force and qualified immunity essentially gives them an out. So there is no accountability for murders or for crimes against people. Right. Just because you're wearing a blue suit with a fucking badge does not mean you're above the law. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be enforcing a law legally. You do not get to fucking murder somebody with impunity. You don't get to serve justice. You get to bring somebody in to be tried and then justice is served that way. You don't get to fucking decide who's guilty, who's not. You don't get to be the executioner. That's not your fucking job. Your job is to bring somebody in and fucking give them their day in court. 
but that is rarely the case. They enact some amount of justice, whether it's because, hey, he was resisting arrest. Now I'm going to fucking show him who's boss. Now I'm going to beat this dude's ass because he fucking denied my, denied my authority. Fuck him. And that's exactly what you see in that dude's face. You've got people saying, you're killing him. Get off of him. Please, you're killing him. Not to mention He's, him calling out, saying I'm dying. I can't calling breathe. Calling for his mom, whose mom is dead. Yes. And the, the smug, the photo that I saw, and from what I've heard, this dude had the most smug fucking look on his face. He is ready. He's just like, oh yeah, keep on saying something. I'm just going to keep putting more weight on this dude's neck. Because fuck you and fuck him. I can do whatever I want. And he's a piece of shit and does not deserve to fucking have any amount of freedom until he is proven innocent. And that is not going to happen if this is a good world. Because he is a fucking monster and definitely should never be a fucking cop. Never should have been. This is not his first offense. And it's a bit fucking fishy that he used to work with this dude. I don't know if he's enacting some amount of justice for past, uh, for past, uh, what the fuck is it called? Transgressions. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he definitely sure fucking took out his vengeance on this dude for something. It's just, that's the level at where we're at, too. Because as people who, I mean, even on this show, talk about our anger and our beliefs in the system in which we have broken and however you want to say it, just at the bottom line, somebody who believes that they have the right to hurt somebody else or or actively pursues the reduction of somebody's civil liberties like they they deserve the long dick of the law being shoved up their ass you know and yeah. I, obviously that's not the prettiest way to say it but it's fucking it's it, it's at a point where it's it's not even at a point where it's bad. It's It's been at the point where it's bad. And yet, nothing has happened. And I don't know if we want to pivot to more of a political sense with uh, Daddy Trump tweeting out shit and, and apparently being on a call with governors and just enforcing more uh, violence and wanting to rough up people and threaten 10-year prison sentences and that shit. I just said, are we going to go to that? And I just said it all anyway. Yeah, so so here here's my thing. Um, <clears throat> I'm never for any militarized forces coming in anywhere. Um, yes. The National Guard, uh, I mean, it's a militarized force. Mm-hmm. Um, probably shouldn't be involved in this. However, at least that is a state-sanctioned group. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a state militia, right? That's right. there to protect the state. Um, it still is part of the enforcement wing of uh, of a of a state. So it still is um, in the grand scheme of things, in my opinion, evil. Um, not the the system itself is evil by nature. I can't say that everybody who's there is there for malicious reasons or in it for malicious reasons. I can't blame them for being in it, but I can uh, blame uh, the system for using it to enforce. Uh, right. Uh, things that go against people's civil liberties. Um, But those people at least have a vested interest in protecting those who live in that area because they're from the area, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But when Trump claims that he might use the Insurrection Act to fucking call in 
the military. Right. Uh, that's pretty fucked because right. uh, you don't get to turn military forces that are designed for defense, never is used for defense, but that's designed to be the defenders of the nation on its own people. Mm-hmm. Now you'll have people who say, well, this is hurting the nation. Fuck you for what for thinking that because that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, this is helping the nation. Peaceful protests are not a, a fucking danger to anybody. No. Now the riots are definitely bad, but they're not fucking doing anything to help to help any of the property that's being destroyed. All they're doing is there to shut and, down the people who are protesting. While while the protests, because we can say it probably a couple times here, but while the protests being of a peaceful nature, even the most destructive events are can be reasoned with. You know, it's not all good, but fucking people like if Martin Luther King, right? Fucking stood for so much and changed so much, led the biggest protests of his day to to push civil rights, right? He was fucking shot, killed, dead. Um, I, I don't I don't mean to make light of the situation, um, but uh, this is bad. Well, we don't have to uh, well, go it's, conspiratorial. It's, it's not, well, it is the the problem is is that you've got a situation where even like Jesse Jackson, you know, sure. uh, who's from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, different black senators and representatives of the time uh, convinced Martin Luther King to move from an interior room to an exterior room so that he could go out onto the balcony. Well, the, and, if anything, and, we don't need to go too far. But if anything, that shows you how fucking corrupt and wrong shit is. And yeah. while you should make your mind up and do what is you feel is necessary and organize and, and communicate so that you can find the answer and work towards a better world than a better community. Yeah, and, and though this is a very serious topic and a, a serious uh this this episode specifically is gonna be pretty is gonna be pretty heavy. I mean this is still a podcast that tends to lean on humor um and conspiracy. Like we love conspiracies, we love right. the the, po- well, the politics and, and that- I I am not going to change the way that I see things on, uh, and whether that hurt, upsets you or not, I'm sorry, but like, I'm going to point out the fact that yes, Martin Luther King was killed by a white man, but facts, if you actually look into it, show that it was actually a, a group effort, just as a state thing. It was not a white person thing. It was actually CIA because he was very anti Vietnam war. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was very anti the system as a whole, and at the time that was not conducive for what the state wanted. Um, and I do feel he was murdered by the United States. I don't believe that he was murdered by uh, by just some random white dude who didn't like him. Yes. Um, but that being said, he was fight like Martin Luther King fighting against something yes. against the the state, United States. Yes, for sure. So anyway, like. That's another thing you said, and it's something we said from the beginning. We never want to be disingenuous. So obviously, we're going to say things the way we say things. Yeah. And we accept criticism. We accept a conversation about how we say things, and we will pursue. I mean, Nick's very active. You're very active on Facebook and communicating with people and getting your ideas and your side of the conversation. And like our whole last episode talking about meeting in a middle 
and uh, in an Overton window and discussing things, how they should be discussed for progress, you know, but we don't want to sit on here and say, you know, just tag like hashtag black lives matter. And then, cause that, I don't want to come off as like, we're grabbing at something we're coming at, we're trying, Oh, we're trying to get on the trend boat. You know, that's nothing. We are this whole, this thing is because we talk about current events, because we have our opinions about the state and we have our opinions about the world. We want to talk about these things because it's something we care about and something that we, that's going on right now. And I don't know. That's the problem. And that's the quandary about, being like, oh, did we talk about this? Well, we have to because if we don't, you know, it's already like it's already a problem. And if we do, you know, we have to accept that we're going to say it the way we need to say it and the way that we believe. Because any other way would just come off as fake and wrong to me, you know. And it would take away from the whole point of this show. Not, and I keep saying this this show like we have a quote-unquote platform and well we should use our platform i i don't believe for a second that we're gonna reach that big many people i know it's our friends that listen to this i know it's your dad you know it's people that we are close to that share many of our values or you know or if they don't you know we still have a conversation with them but i it, it in any case you know it's still something going on we were going to talk about yeah um and uh, I shared something in the forum, uh, and I, I just want to move on to this because this is something that I'm actually, as somebody who has never actually uh, dealt with any amount of systemic racism, um, and sure. I, I've, I've said it before, but like I, I don't know whether or not it exists because I've never dealt with it. Um, mm-hmm. And, and uh, you can say I'm blind if if you think that that it is that it does exist, and you think I'm stupid for not believing in it. Um, I think it's more of a class. It's more of a class, like systemic classism. I wouldn't more say than anything. from the conversations prior. I wouldn't say you don't believe in it because that's <laughs> like saying the like you're you're colorblind and then the sky is blue and but you say I, I can't see it so it does, I don't believe it. But you're I think I'm not trying to say what I'm yeah. not trying to put words in your mouth. <clears throat> I'm just trying to say like you're you're you have your thoughts, you have your opinions, and the way that you voice them is how you would voice anything. Yeah. Well, so me being, um, I, I had, I had a conversation with Charlie before I came over and she convinced me that, uh, that anarchist might be the wrong word for what I believe, but I'm a voluntarist at least. Well, I, um, I feel like, and that's something we've talked about before too, to get a, not to get away from what we're talking about, but I think like I have, I have been actively trying to find who I am in a, in a political sense. Yeah. And like, I and now obviously in in the times of today, you know, trying to find who I am in a activism sense as well. Um, and I am very left leaning, and I am very quote unquote progressive, and things like that. Um, but like, obviously, listening to you for you know the past five years or whatever, like, I think like your level of how things happen like has gone like all over a little bit. Yeah. Cause like the anarcho capitalism shit, like you see those ideas now, but that's not like, I don't think you identify as that. Well, I, I still, so within the groups that I'm, that I move in, right. Within like the libertarian party and the libertarian right. groups, I'm, I would still consider myself an ANCAP in the sense that that's how they identify themselves. Do I necessarily think that it is 
that that the way that it would uh that it would be personified so i think that a better word for is voluntarist which is somebody which is a group of people who um live their life based on a vol- based on voluntary action mm-hmm. which means everybody has to consent to anything that's going on um things of that nature right? i don't believe in implied consent things of that like stuff right like you actually need legitimate consent um there is some amount of implied consent like you know uh, if you're if you're in a coma and you had been signing off on yes you should save my life and you don't have anything that says otherwise then uh they should do everything in their power to to keep you alive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's that's one of the few times that implied consent makes sense to me. Um, but I believe everything should be voluntary. I believe that if we ever get to a society where there are no rulers, that it would have that society would have to be based off of voluntary agreements that allow for rules to still exist, but they're not to be an overarching ruler that controls everybody's life. Right. Um, that's the that's the issue I have with the current system that we're in is that there's a, a small group of people who get to dictate what we do with our lives. Sure. Um, uh, but Charlie kind of swayed me from using the word like today. She decided like she we had a discussion. I was like, okay, maybe anarchist isn't the right word to use in in a public forum, right? Well, like this. It also has uh, it's like a buzzword, well, especially right now, because you think anarchy, you think rioting, you think. Well, th- that that's the that, that's also that. an issue, right? right? Is that people have co-opted the word um, to mean like like lawlessness and right. destruction. Which, if you actually look at the root of the word, it's like a Greek word that um, actually just means without rulers. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually uh, something that uh, stemmed from Stoicism, believe it or not. Interesting. Which is interesting. Um, but I. Um, but through those beliefs, uh, my, I wanted, I sort of, just because I'm not super into, uh, identity politics, right? I don't believe in white versus black. I think that it's something that, uh, that a lot of politicians use to sway us and to sort of separate us, right? right. I think that it's people versus the state, right? More than anything. And, with, it, with the label of united we stand the yes. house divided doesn't like yeah will fall all like all of those little stickers you put on it to make it not sound that way correct um and uh i shared an article in our forum that um that's called the state's priority is protecting itself not you and it's from the libertarian institute um and if you guys are in the forum i i really uh highly recommend you guys reading it because it uh it makes very good points it basically just goes through explaining that uh, it, it kind of it starts off explaining this guy Rothbard uh, was talking about how you can identify that the state cares about itself and not the people by the way that it uh, prosecutes crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, that any crime that goes against the state is prosecuted way harder and way harsher than a crime against another person, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, treason you can be murdered for or you can be killed for, right? Sure. That's punishable by death. Um, counterfeiting, you can. I mean, we just saw we just saw this with George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. You're met with extreme, uh, in, like with without impunity, they just fucking attack you. Mm-hmm. They they will do whatever they have to to pull you in because that um, undermines the state if you make your own currency. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have something like with the riots, people looting. So that granted, it's almost impossible for the police officers to be there and stop all stores from being broken into. 
Um, but the, the, the issue is, um, that even some of the mayors are saying that's just brick and mortar, right? I'm not going to put the, I'm not going to put our police officers lives in danger for brick and mortar insurance can cover that or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Which just goes to show you that they're out there to protect themselves Mm -hmm. and they're out there to protect their authority. Don't give a fuck about the people they care about making sure that they're perceived authority because we give them the authority, right? Like without us being behind them, what can they do? Right. Without a military, they no longer in power. If people in the military were disillusioned and realized, Ooh, maybe this isn't right. They wouldn't have any power over anybody. Yes. Um, but, uh, a friend of ours shared something saying, you know, um, I thought the military was supposed to be for the American people. It was supposed to protect the American people. How are they going to turn them on, um, turn them on, on Americans? And I had to, I just told him, I just straight up said, because they never have been for the American people. They are the, they are the empire wing of the United States. They basically spread the American empire. That's the whole point of the military never has been for the American people. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not saying anything about friends of ours that are in the military. They went into it because they believe they're doing the right thing. And they still probably do believe they're doing the right thing because that's, I mean, that's what you believe. Right. Like, well, not, 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 not a, to mention the benefits and whatnot. All well, yeah, bullshit, no, absolutely. But, you, you're 100% incentivized. Not only yeah. that, but you're also told from the time you're a child that the military is there to protect us, right? Right. So they're making a selfless sacrifice to go out there and protect what they believe is the American dream and freedom, mm-hmm. right? Which is an honorable thing to do. The only issue is, is that the people uh, higher up, that's not why it's not we use priority. the military. That's not their prerogative, right? Their prerogative mm-hmm. is to fucking go out there and spread democracy, right? Which is not our spread. fucking place to spread democracy. Well, spread their version of it. Well, yes, uh, of course, uh, which typically means uh, forcing in a dictator that right. they that's favorable to them that helped them in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, like this, this is something that my dad and I have arguments about, or, like conversation, not really arguments, but. Like he thinks that it's that it's impossible to have a state without, or it's impossible to for the United States if we were to dissolve, right? Mm-hmm. That not having a standing army would not work because people would attack us and stuff like that. And I, I mean, maybe um, we would have to see how that works. But I also think that if you have uh, an armed populace, people are less likely to attack. Um, but essentially what I, what the whole point of me sharing that was sort of to get out the idea of like you need to arm yourself. You need to train yourself to become proficient with a weapon because if somebody ever comes and breaks into your home, what do you what you're gonna you're gonna wait eleven minutes for the cops to show up? You think the, the person breaking into your home is gonna wait for the cops to show up? Right. Fuck no. And By even, the time a cop gets then, there, they could be in and out already and it'd be and, done. And even then, if it's a situation in with which a cop decides it's not there. It's not worth going in. Like it's you're fucked. It's a, it's a little known precedent, but um, it's been shown by, I believe it was the Supreme court that uh, cops have no requirement to actually protect anyone. If it puts their lives in danger, that's so that right there just goes to show you. They're not there to protect and serve us at all. They're there to protect the state and serve our masters to use terms that I don't typically use, but I have been pretty recently um, given the, this what's currently going on is 
there are those in power, and then there are those that are the serfs. We are the serfs. We are the people who have no say in, I mean, we have a perceived, like we believe that we have a say in what goes on in Washington, D.C., but those in power get to sort of dictate what the what goes on in this country, right? We don't really get much of a say. We get representation that's voted for, and they're supposed to vote the way that we that they represent themselves to us, but they never do. Um, uh, but they the cops are there to enforce the laws and the authority of the state. Mm-hmm. We are just collateral damage. If that's what it takes, they will kill anybody who gets in the way of the state. That's why you have people like, uh, George, uh, George Floyd mm-hmm. fucking used the counterfeit bill, got killed. Um, you've got, uh, Oh fuck. I feel bad for not remembering his name, but the, um, I guess, it, I think it was actually what started the Ferguson riots. Um, Mike Brown. Yeah. Who was selling Lucy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. On the- uh, honestly, the fact that I, we don't know the name, the yeah, fact pretty, that there are so many names. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's already, but to just identify the Ferguson riots. Yeah. Um, but Lucy cigarettes being sold, um, which right. basically you're cutting out tax dollars, fucking killed. Um, a guy, uh, this is more recent, so I remember it, but Duncan Limp, a uh, white dude, uh, not to take away from what this movement is, but um, a white dude who uh, stockpiled guns. They no-knock raid his house and, sh- and slaughter him while he sleeps. They don't give a fuck. If you pose a threat to their authority and to their power, you will be killed in the process. Mm-hmm. They don't care who you are. They don't care what your political affiliation is. They will kill anybody who stands up to their authority. Right. And uh, that is my issue with the police force. Um, whether they think they're doing something right or not does not fucking matter. The institution itself is evil. Now you can say a few bad apples. Sure, there are definitely there. I think it's more there's a few good apples, and good apples are tainted way easier than bad apples are are cleaned up. Well, there's also the idea that a few like we were talking about with uh like a city or a state's budget, right? For police and and if the the qualified immunity allowed that saves the asses of those the the quote unquote bad apples right the fact that the qualified immunity exists means it's a fucking to use the analogy of the apple the whole tree is bad yeah and you're lucky if you get a couple of good ones that come off the tree exactly yeah um which you know you can hate us for thinking that but. I mean that time and time again, this has been proven that cops will do whatever they have to, to fucking, to, to keep order, quote unquote order. And unfortunately the order is we are the serfs that serve those that are, that are said to serve us. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we get, we pay them. We basically, I, Ooh, this is a bad, I'm not going to say it, but, um, uh, it tends to be, in the libertarian community, um, they tend to say that uh, taxation is akin to slavery mm-hmm. um, because you are working for someone else and giving them your money. Well, that which that, is not it, it leads perfectly into what I want to say though. Yeah, please is is about like if about organizing and like the the root cause and the the progress that has to happen past this right to keep this from being just a cyclical news thing is the organizing in the communities and voting and working with the system that is already broken because 
you voting in just local elections, which fucking barely anybody does except the fucking old white people, is yeah. is taking is being active and knowing what's happening in your community because in your city's budget, right? When they have a, a, a council meeting about deciding where the budget goes, the the huge amount of the budget that goes to militarizing the police or the enforcement of the law, however you say or however it's uh, interpreted uh, in in this big budget, uh, and then the fucking little two cents they give to public health and other things that are necessary for a community that as you know is thrown under and is it relies on donations and such um is is something that you can immediately affect yeah. if 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 the you know you can talk to talk to your neighbors talk to your friends and form an opinion or or find a candidate or find a uh, at least a vision of where you want things to go uh cuz this, the fact that the system is broken, we have this ridiculous two-party system in in America, in American eyes, through seen through like the lens of where we are, is ridiculous. And basically, the reason for a lot of this shit just getting swept under the rug and just happening, and nobody cares, or it's not that nobody cares, but that nobody knows what to do because shit has made has been is made to make you not care. It's it's built for you to not think that you have that voice because it's the cliche of voting doesn't do anything. And well. it's true. Uh, but if enough, if uh, like, hopefully if enough voices, like how, what's going on now with protesting, if enough voices are there to then make a change in their communities and make a change in, in their ability in, in their locations, then the reverberations through the government and through the thing should happen. If that doesn't happen, then we obviously have ipso facto the fucking shit is fucked, and there should be further action taken. Yeah, I um, which is unfortunately my belief, and I believe your belief, and it's a large belief of a lot of people because a lot like the fucking voting being such a cliche and being like, oh yeah, you know, it's but it actually being something a tool that we have to that. May or may not be uh, insignificant, but to use it at least, you know, as somebody, what we can do. as somebody, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't typically, or I don't really believe in voting at all. But um, I do believe that if you're going to vote, you need to at least be uh, knowledgeable about your local elections. Yes, politicians are fickle, right, and. They will not do something if it is widely unpopular because right. they are scared of losing their jobs. They're scared of getting that free ride, right? They're getting exactly. they're getting paid through taxes and they get the best health care in the world uh, based off of them getting elected and being the popular person. Well, now, what you need to do is uh, local elections are at least somewhat decentralized, right? They're decentralized from the, from the overarching federal government. And to me, that is way better – because we actually get a say in what's being done. And we actually have a chance that if we can sway enough people in our local elections, that we can actually uh, create change in our current, in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, you're never going to make a change that actually everybody is going to agree with or that anybody is going to be, that everybody is going to be happy with. However, um, 
if you can change the hearts and minds of enough of enough people in your community, you can at least affect change in your town. And that is actually something that uh, I find to be worth fighting for. And and it's like you said, like not everybody's going to be happy with it, or not not everybody everybody's going to like. There's going to be argument. There's going to be a choice. But if we can widen that choice from blue or red or green or whatever the fuck, right? We can widen it, diversify it have every voice heard on the ballot to to some extent you know it's it, it it will provide hopefully a more general consensus yeah like and actually change the way voting works you know change the way the conversations that are had uh work i mean you know none of this shit happens overnight none of this shit will be like oh yeah the there's many local elections happening right now this week right and maybe some of these things will drip through, but if if things fall to the wayside, if things you know the the trendiness falls off, and nobody everybody goes back to the status quo, then it's it's just going to be useless. I think, and I, that's where the stigma of fo- voting being useless and whatnot comes back. Yeah, I think I've decided that <clears throat> I was only going to vote if uh, if there were two, if one of the two. Uh, Libertarian National Party candidates got elected for the National Party of Libertarians. Uh, I just said that really weird, but the LNC or whatever. Yeah, it, I was only going to um, to register to vote for that, but I think that um, I may register to vote uh, at least for my local elections, uh, just because I think. Well, there's one that, happening on June 9th. Uh, so you know. Is that just the primaries, or that is? Unfortunately, and I I hate to even say this on here, but for the sake of being disingenuous, they the, because of quarantine and because of uh, COVID nineteen or whatever, they did the whole thing with uh, you have to register for mail in ballots and uh, such, uh, um, which had to happen about a month ago or, le- or more. Sick. All right. And unfortunately, I failed yeah did i I uh fortunately my parents succeeded and my uh girlfriend natalie succeeded she was able to get uh one i failed and that obviously i'm speaking again i'm speaking for voting and obviously i'm a bad representation of that and it's obviously a working progress but i'm going to at least pay attention yeah and uh, you i I swear to god next election i'm gonna be fucking figuring it out yeah i just um I don't know. I my my biggest thing is I want to vote in um, if they're for. I, I really want to see Joe Jorgensen get on the stage because she is very. She's been very vocal. Most people don't see it, but she's been very vocal on. This is again just because we're talking about local shit. You're talking about presidential election. Yeah, yeah, the libertarian uh, presidential nominee. Mm-hmm. But she's at least bringing up. The fact that qualified immunity needs to end, needs to end, things of that nature, and I at least want her up on on a debate stage, being able to discuss the things that actually matter. My concern is that it's going to just be a bunch of mudslinging uh, between Democrats and Republicans. I don't that that's the problem I have with debates is that people that that's what sells mm-hmm. um, because it's interesting and it's funny and whatever. But this needs to the debate stage needs to be something where people are actually bringing up legitimate like grievances and policy changes and ideas as opposed to just, Oh, I'm not him. Yeah. Which is what it's going to be. Right. It's going to be that or or just saying, Oh, 
uh, creepy Uncle Joe, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, I don't fucking care about that. He's weird. He's a kid toucher. I don't want him to be in the in the office. Uh, Donald Trump may or may not be. Anonymous has let some stuff out, but all those pictures, to be honest with you, look like Ivanka Trump, but whatever. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what goes on with that, too. Yeah, well, that's I, I know a, we weren't that'll gonna, get buried. I don't know if we were going to touch on that, but... It, it'll get buried. But um, yeah, that, that was also something interesting that came out. Yeah, Anonymous is stupid, dude. stuff as well. They, they picked the wrong fucking time to release that shit. They're just like, oh, let me just go and just release this now. Like, nobody's fucking paying attention to that. If you really want... If they were really serious about it, they would have released it at a time when we weren't in civil uh, well, unrest uh, like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's prior, a couple months prior to the actual election, but why would... If, obviously, if... Now just doesn't if seem leaks, like the time. If leaks are happening at inconvenient times, sure. But for the fact that it came out at such a time where people are, I guess the the activism. No one's gonna see it. Is the problem the activism present is great, but the 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 focus is what is necessary, and to throw things like that, which are important things that should be talked about, yeah, will just fall to the like fall away. So yeah, I, I question anonymous sometimes. Like I I used to think well, that's growing the problem. Up, Nobody knows. Well, yeah, well, growing up, I used to think they were super cool. I was like, these sure. dudes fucking rule, right? It's like, their aesthetic. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just like, you know, they they, they release information about bad people, stuff like that. They they do all this cool stuff, whatever. But then, like, they obviously have some amount of political, political leaning. Yeah. They obviously have some amount of agenda, and I don't know what that agenda is. And it, to me, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, who knows how much stuff they lie about. They right. have shitty fucking videos that are super low quality that are not that I mean they have fucking matrix numbers. Like right. how fucking lame is that shit? Well, when this shit was going down in the nineties and stuff, I mean, it was it's a like it's it's the the idea of the matrix, much less the movie, but the idea of being unplugged and the red pill and yeah, all, all of yeah. the all of the things that we reference today, you know. Yeah, I, I know, but uh, still, um, I guess we can wrap this one up then. Okay, I I had one more thing that I want to say, but yeah. I'm go ahead. I'm Before weary I'm... of saying it because it is because we've already taken a stance in a way, and I do want to reiterate how we do want to say things in our way, and we don't want to come off as disingenuous, and we want to focus on what matters. Um, obviously, that's inherently choosing a stance in which there is a combative stance. Um, and one of those, uh, at least the idea of when somebody is shouting black lives matter, uh, and, and somebody else like me or anybody, we value all human life. Yeah. So the statement of all lives matter and the, the idea that that should be the statement, uh, is, is wrong. I believe, and I've and I've and I've come to that conclusion because I heard this thing, of course, of which I'm gonna have to read or riff on because it's hard to say because I'm I'm not, I'm not great. Yes. So the idea is, and I'm sure it's been it's been on Twitter and people have heard about it. So if anything, you're just gonna scroll past this because I've said it or it's been said. But it's the idea of like we're in a neighborhood and everybody has a house, and all you can say all houses matter, but if one of those houses is on fire, are you going to go help that house? Or are you just going to say, well, all the houses, we need to make sure all the houses matter. 
Or are you going to go put out the fire before the fire spreads and burns down everybody's house? Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know. That gave me at least an idea. I may have said it poorly, but you can think on it how, as you will. But that gave me at least, uh, like, as I was saying before, like, where my mind wants to rest on this. And obviously, there is no rest when it comes to how many things are coming out, how many things are happening. But I felt like that was necessary to say. Because we are, in a way, taking a stance and saying something that we care and we believe in. Uh, we value human life, but we're not like we're not trying to take away from any political movement. We are trying to progress the political movement. Uh, and I, I don't know. I hope we did that to the best of our ability in the way that we know how. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I. I want to say that this does not represent Ben, but I personally have never been a fan of Black Lives Matter. Um, and it's not it's not what they stand for per se. It's more or less just that I feel like they have a too broad of a goal and I don't think that they have any sort of of like a I don't want to say like a like they don't have any any sort of metric of what what their goal looks like. Well, and as we've said before, this is where the progress and the conversation starts. Yeah. And, and I and do the like idea the- of where it's going has to be established. Yes. And I agree with you on that because this, as we said on this is it's a wide amount of outrage uh, and it's justified. Yeah. And finding the way and the tools and the communication necessary to find that goal, to find the, answer or multiple answers to what needs to happen is, I think that is not something that uh, an activist group or that one person can do it's it's a it's a camaraderie of people that have to find yeah i i can see um like i think that what's good about black lives matter is they're at least bringing up issues i think that they're inherently divisive though um which is unfortunate because they do have uh what they're fighting against is important just police brutality but i think that when you uh i feel like they uh sort of they the way that they go about things delegitimizes the possible gripes that a white person may have about police brutality and sort of they shut down white voices pretty regularly when they're calling out um, police brutality because they do they feel like that that that's that person taking away from the thunder of Black Lives Matter and trying to turn it again turn it in a direction that doesn't have to do with black people. I think what we need to do is they need to either push for the end of the the end to the war on drugs. I think would be a huge help in what what needs to be changed for um, ending police brutality uh, on black people in general um, and get rid of qualified immunity. If they have those two. If they have at least those two, the amount of of people being brutalized by police officers would drop drastically. Um, I, I think that for me personally, those are two goals that I really want to see. Um, I don't, I don't want to see an equal distribution of police brutality. That is, that's what it feels like to me when they're saying that. With their movement, when I hear uh, Black Lives Matter representatives speak in the past, that's what it feels like. That there's a disproportionate amount of black people being attacked compared to white people. That's not fair, right? That's how it feels. 
That may not be what they're looking for. I don't want to put words in their mouths, but that's how it feels to me. And that's why I don't like Black Lives Matter uh, as a movement. Uh, or I like them as a movement. I don't like them, their leadership and what they're pushing for. Um, I do think, however, that it does open up a very important... Um, starts the conversation. It does start a conversation that needs to be had. And that's just police brutality in general. And... Um, and trying to understand why systemically black people tend to live in lower income areas and tend to be, um, you can say through circumstance forced into uh, violent crime and crime in general, um, which could very well be due to um, systemic uh, oppression throughout the, throughout the years through gerrymandering, redlining and, um, and through the, uh, <clears throat> through Jim Crow laws and ghettos of the sixties and fifties and, mm -hmm. you know, um, and putting them in low income areas. Um, but, uh, on that note, um, I hope I didn't, I, I don't want, I wasn't putting words in your mouth, Ben, and I hope you don't feel like, no, uh, I, I don't think anybody, anybody listening, obviously it's, we're two people and obviously we represent our own group, our own brand, but it, the whole focus of our, group is to have the conversation to make people think so uh, yeah if you didn't say what you believe you'd be faking it yeah which is is not what we're about yeah uh, and, and in I, any I, way shape or form i fought with whether or not i should whether or not i should say that because I, I do feel like it would be wrong like it would be disingenuous to myself to sit there and just um 100 agree with what you just said um not that right. i completely disagree um but i i do um i well, did feel the need to in, in any my in any concerns. case we're for the progression of the movement yep we're for uh education and communication basically every fucking thing killer mike has said uh and like i'll fucking wave his flag any day um and just, you know, like we said three, four times is getting in your community, getting active and trying to find a way and communicate to move things along. And there's no way to really put a bow on this because it is a forward moving thing. Yeah. No, but, I mean, and it's the, something that we will most likely refer to again in the future. Yeah. I don't know that we'll, that we'll end up taking another full episode on it, but we definitely, it's not something that's going away. Hopefully it doesn't go away and just fall by the wayside like it has in the past. I hope that this does open up a dialogue that actually allows for actual progression um, that, that slowly starts to break, that slowly starts to put chains on the police officers and, uh, and cops and the system that allows for uh, the abuse of power that currently exists. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, um, I, I think we should wrap here. All right. Cool. Um, oh, I guess if we wanted to say anything about as well as if you like, if you can't go out and protest or you can't like go and communicate, oh, yeah. you have your resources online, you research, find who is making a change. Uh, if you can donate to that, do that. If you can't find somebody, have a conversation with somebody, uh, figure out what you can do. Yeah. And I, I recommend, uh, based on what I think the main issue is, or a big issue is, is you need to find uh, a group that is fighting against qualified immunity and uh, donate to something like and, that. And if you don't agree with that, or if you don't understand that, read into it, research it, find out what 
you believe to be the issues, have a conversation and I don't know, educate yourself as far as the same as we are. Um, many of these things being things that we find in many resources that we digest and then find what we believe. Yeah. Um, and that's all we're going to say about that. I guess donate to our, our protest or do what you believe is necessary. Yeah. But and be active. Don't let this just be a fucking sideshow thing right before an election. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, this isn't me shilling for the show, but if you want to tell me that I'm wrong or if you want to, I just had a discussion about this. We do have a forum. Um, I'm going to start. I'm, I posted a couple things in there about uh, what I feel is going on. Um, and if you guys are interested in telling me that I'm wrong or just having right. a discussion about it, please. Um, yeah. And, and please, reach I out. mean, if, if, if you want to have a conversation, cool. If you want to bring resources, you want to show us things that we haven't seen, please yeah, do that. Absolutely. Um, um, Cause it's the only way we're going to move forward and progress. So. Yeah. That being said, um, cops can suck a dick. Yeah. See you guys. Thank you.